decided to listen in and join the rest of us who are awakening to self and healing and growing and learning and accepting and ebbing and flowing as we continue to do all of those wonderful things. Episode 5. Wow, we're here. Such a good feeling that I cannot explain. Just thankful very very thankful but before we jump into what episode five is about i always have to check in how are you doing how are you where are you right now have you asked yourself self how am i feeling today what do i need today let me see how am i feeling Today, I am still present and learning to be okay with that. So that is more so of what I needed today. I needed to be still, to be present, and to learn to be okay with being still and present. So what about you? What do you need today? How are you feeling today? All right. I hope I hope that you are in a good place. And if you are kind of teetering and tottering on, I'm okay, I'm not okay, it's still okay. The biggest thing is just to be honest with yourself. I know I struggle with that sometimes. It's a part of life, but as you continue to walk through it, you'll be fine. Easier said than done, I know, but just trust the process. So let's get into episode five. It's a good one. Very important. Forgiveness. Woo! A word, right? Because... <laughs> Listen, honey, I, me, forgiveness, I didn't even know what it meant. Then when I learned what it meant, I was like, I, I don't need it. I don't know. Fuck all of that. I don't care. I'm not none of that. But as I've grown and I've learned and I've had to experience even more of healing in real time, 
then I had I have a better understanding of forgiveness and what it means to me. So let's so my interpretation of forgiveness is letting go of actions and feelings that have pained me so that I can give myself a chance to experience life with an open heart. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then as you're letting go, you begin to acknowledge what has happened, who or what has hurt you, how it made you feel, and why you're ready to clear that space. But first you start with the acknowledgement of it all. Man, forgiveness. <laughs> and, um, yeah, letting go of the action and the feeling that has pained you so that you can give yourself a chance to experience life with an open heart. I know that was not an easy thing for me. Like I said prior, uh, earlier on in this conversation, I didn't even understand it. I did not understand it. I didn't even understand it. And it was a very, very much a foreign concept to me, forgiveness. Like, why do I have to forgive somebody who hurt me? But then I started um, just diving deeper into my own personal healing journey. And um, I had to see that before I was even, before I can forgive someone else, I had to learn to forgive myself. Because sometimes it's easier, right, to give someone else the benefit of the doubt, but then we forget about ourselves and what ourselves needs. A lot of us are the hardest and the harshest critics towards self. And we don't give ourselves grace. We don't give ourselves compassion. We don't give ourselves the love that we need. And the easier it is to um, give it to yourself, then you will be able to do it with other people. So I would say forgiveness should start with self. And then you learn how to be more forgiving towards others. So depending on where you are, sometimes you may forgive someone first and, you know, you're able to do that. But a lot of us don't even know how to be compassionate and forgiving and loving and patient and gentle with self. And so it's not easy to do that with other people because we don't know how to do it for self. So before you start with others, start with self. Do that self-check-in, self-taking inventory of the things that you may have done to self or to others. Right? So before we dive deeper into forgiving someone else, let's start with self. Why is self-forgiveness important? Self-forgiveness is important because you hold yourself accountable for the wrongdoings and feelings that you may have towards people and situations that triggered you, which then helps you to give yourself more compassion, letting go of feeling like you're imperfect because honestly, let's be real, nobody is perfect, which also helps you, us, all of us, live a life of love, making it easier for us to forgive others from past or present wrongdoings. 
And I know it's easier sometimes to start with forgiving others because we can be the hardest on ourselves, like I said, right? But because we are hard on ourselves, we can project that onto others in so many ways. I know I'm guilty of projecting how I'm feeling onto someone else and saying like, and making it out to be like they are the ones that are feeling that way or saying these things to me or making me feel this way when in all actuality, it's not them, it's me. So holding yourself accountable and, you know, allowing yourself to really dive deep, see and, and acknowledge that maybe it's me. Maybe I need to do some some, some self-forgiveness and figuring out where that is coming from so that I can work at it and 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 get through that, whatever that thing is for you. So starting with self helps us to learn compassion and understanding. It helps us to do some course correction and knowing where the behavior and ideas and the feelings that we need to let go of where they started so that we know what behaviors, what ideas and feelings we need to let go. And in turn, that helps us forgive others. And then you learn to forgive the person and not excuse the action. And then I'll get into that in part two of this discussion. <laughs> Forgiving others and learning to forgive the person and it, but not excuse the action. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> but let's get back into forgiving self. And I'm going to share with you a little bit of my story and how I have had to learn to forgive myself, especially in relationships and man, <laughs> it's not easy to share these things, but as I heal, I heal, I heal as I heal. And so it's important. So for me, the biggest thing for me was um, who I was attracting and how I was attracting them and why I was attracting these people. Um, and that's in all of my relationships. Uh, prior to the relationship that I'm in now, um, every person before my ex-husband and including my ex-husband, I was attracting them and talking to them and being in relationship with them for the wrong reasons. I was running from a home life that was not ideal for me, to me, and I wanted to find an escape, and I would connect with these men, women, who felt like an escape for me, and I was connecting with them in a very selfish way, and I was called selfish a lot, but I didn't... I, I let it roll off of my back because I was like 
I don't know who you're talking to, but you're not talking to me. <laughs> that was my attitude, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I like you, I told you I liked you. Or I love you, I told you I love you. But in all actuality, I did not. Um, especially with um, my ex-husband. I got with him, and when I got with him, I was really in a bad space with my home life. My mom and I weren't getting along, and up until maybe like, I wanna say the last four or five years, we've begun to have a better relationship, but prior to that, we did not really have one. Um, I, I really didn't like my mom because I felt like for the most majority of my life, although she was the parent that was there, I did not have her in the way that I needed her emotionally or in any type of support. And um, a lot of her trauma was projected onto me. Um, and it was just a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And we never saw eye to eye. She could look at me and I was ready to have an attitude. And that's just a generational thing. And so over the years, it just got worse. It got worse because I was not only, I felt, let me, let me go back. So I felt like I was kind of being used in a way because there were times where emotionally we were good, but it was for a benefit of some kind. In my head, that's what I felt. And then other times emotionally, I felt abused or abandoned. And I was just tired of it. And I got to a point where I, I was gonna, I was peacing out and I didn't care how I was doing it, I was done. And so when I got with my ex-husband and people before him, but this is the more notable relationship because it produced a marriage and a child. So um, got with him, he liked me a lot more than I liked him. <laughs> and I saw him out. So the more he liked me, the more I played on that. And then I was able to transition from my mom's home to living with him and his family. And that brought a whole nother issue, you know, because what you see on the outside until you're in it, then you never know. But um yeah so i pretty much in a sense used his feelings for me to escape something that i had no idea really an understanding of i just knew i didn't want to be in that situation anymore and so through that situation i learned when you run from things you run to things that are much worse and so the best thing to do is to Deal with things as they come. When you feel them, you deal with them. And so I said all of that to say, I really had to work on forgiving myself for, for the feelings that I was feeling, the actions that I was projecting onto other people. And I had to accept the karma that came with how I treated people. 
And I was only treating them the way that I was being treated or felt that I was being treated um, at home. And so um, I haven't even had this conversation with my mom yet, but I definitely feel like it's time to have that conversation. Um, It was a lot for me. And I am in a place now where I have accepted that karma and I believe that that karma has since passed. And I hope that one day my ex-husband and I can have a conversation and really work on acknowledging those things so that forgiveness can happen. I've forgiven myself and I've forgiven him and hopefully one day that forgiveness will be understood and open communication can happen so I continue to put love on that and I just wanted to share my that story because that was a that's that's the biggest um working on self-forgiveness for me I just projected a lot of what I was feeling the inadequacies of life prior to um getting in serious relationships and just treating people the way that I was treated, right? So, yeah. (laughs) Self-forgiveness. It is important. Really important. You learn how to forgive others once you learn how to forgive yourself. Give yourself grace because a lot of us don't know. We don't know that we're projecting. We don't know that we are operating in trauma until we have a thought and it's like, okay, so what is this? Why is this continuing? Why is my actions continuing to get worse? And why why, why are these actions attracting situations and uh, people in my life that seem to hurt more than they have more than they help or feed and so then that's when you take that self inventory and you begin to see things a little bit differently so you then you begin to understand and see and and really take some assessment and some ownership of your actions and then you have to tell yourself self i know that what you needed you may not have received but i'm here to give you that now please forgive me for for not giving you what you may need from what you may have needed from those that were supposed to protect you i have you now Please forgive me for not knowing, for not understanding, for not hearing you when you spoke to me. I love you and I am here now. Forgive me. Forgive me. You are not alone. You can acknowledge the hurt but you no longer have to live in it. 
begin to have those conversations with self. You are able to really, really, really become one. Seeing that you are not just an observer, but you are actually living this life. And it's up to you to make those steps, those changes. You can't blame people who have hurt you. You can acknowledge where those pains come from, but it's you. You have the choice. Self-forgiveness. It is important. Stay tuned for part two. And thank you for tuning in to Awakening with Kendra. I love you. Love on yourselves. Love on each other.